And this is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified. Hey, Amplify You, Michelle Abraham here, your host. Today, I am bringing you a really cool guest who I had the privilege of meeting a few weeks ago uh, where I was speaking, and his name is Brady Patterson. Brady, why don't you say hi? Hello, everybody. Hey, Brady, thanks for coming in on with us today. And the reason I'm bringing Brady on is really a couple of reasons. I think he's really going to be able to help you guys. So stay tuned. What Brady's job is, he's a strategic partnerships coordinator for a program called JVIC, which is the Joint Venture Inner Circle. And what JVIC is, is one of the largest communities online of authors, coaches, speakers, podcasters. Um, And they're able to connect together and work out deals and help promote each other. And it's such a really cool program. So I wanted to bring Brady on to talk to you guys today about how you can um, promote, market your podcast a little bit better using joint venture partnerships. So Brady, thank you so much for being with us today. And I just want to dive right in. Tell us how you got started in working about uh, working with joint venture partnerships. Cause I think for some of our audience it's probably the first time they may even be hearing about joint venture partnerships. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely can mean a lot of things to, to a lot of different people considering can, can, depending on which industry they're coming from, right? Joint ventures get talked a lot about in real estate, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this for me goes back to uh, my first ever um, <laughs> illegal joint venture, which was to to buy some illicit substances with a group of people and uh, and redistribute them. Let's leave it at that. So, so I, le- I learned. <laughs> I can't imagine what space that would be in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was my very first uh, joint venture at 16 years old. But you know that was another life and a long time ago. Now. Uh, for me, joint ventures, how I got started in this world was I always knew that community, uh, that people, that uh, friends, uh, colleagues, that we could always help each other more than we're doing. I hated the whole thing in business. I grew up in an oil, in an oil field family in Canada. So it's very, you know, we followed the oil business whenever there was new drilling or things, we would go to those areas and, you know, very transient, uh, always all over the place. But it was a very um, isolating experience because Everybody is doing things on their own. And even though we had employees and we had the businesses and all these different pieces happening, everything happened individually to a certain extent where it was like the business, if they didn't work or uh, if they were doing their own thing or they're going on doing, if we stopped doing those pieces, uh, the sales, the marketing, the, then, then stuff stopped really quickly. And out of, I remember very early on noticing that, well, when my parents would find a new relationship or find a new uh, person in that industry, they would connect with them and try to find a way to work together over a longer period of time. And some of those connections turn into long-term relationships for them that actually led into long-term work uh, and also into introductions to other people that also turn into long-term work. So to me that joint ventures can be used very loosely to describe the, the relational currency that we have with each other. And it's to me, it's like a currency of connection, right? Um, my friend July said years ago, 
you're, and I, I don't know where the expression came from. I just learned it from her, but it was your net worth is your network, right? Looking at the community you have around you. And when I started with uh, this joint venture space, like getting into this world, uh, it was a whole other experience for me because it was so aligned with who I am as a person that like, I mean, what do you mean I can talk to people and create relationships and all of a sudden they can promote me, I can promote them. It gave me access to a, a whole different perspective on audiences before uh, or on different people's audiences. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, so I have a group, I'm part of an organization. We have this list of you know, people that are listening and buying the things that we have. But then also our, my friends and our friends, like we also have, they also have a community, they also have people. Why don't we look at how we can collaborate and find a way to expose each other, uh, expose each other's audiences to each other's messages? Because a lot of times we do, we might be, we might have the same audience, but different um, trainings. So, you know, it can be like, you know, when I talk to like, say, for example, podcasters, well, podcasters are a great group of people because they, they understand that it's about reaching more people. It's about growing their audience and uh, delivering something to them in a, in, a, in a way that builds that listenership, right? So that's why you see podcasters constantly exchanging with each other uh, where they're like, hey, you come on my podcast, you know, and I come on yours. Uh, and it's the same way with uh, email promotions or email marketing where it's like, hey, you promote my product to your email list. I promote yours to mine. And I just loved that. Like to me, it was like, it made so much sense that when the opportunity to uh, do some work with uh, the JV Insider Circle, uh, I, I was just like, okay, uh, I'm in. I understand this world. Uh, I'm good at it. I'd love to participate and and grow, help them grow to the next level at the same time as um, helping people in that process, right? For me, it's always about the connection between others. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I think that's why we get along because my three biggest things are connection, collaboration, and community. So I am yeah. <laughs> 100% on board with uh, joint ventures. And in fact, um, even when I had a fitness studio back, you know, 10 years ago, that's what we were doing. We were working with a nutritionist. We'd bring her in. She'd talk to our clients. She'd offer her programs and services. We'd bring in a spa. They would offer a gift certificate. Like with all these joint ventures, even back then before I even knew that's what we were doing. That's what we always have done in business. And I love that this is really like now the way to do business is by connecting with other people who are similar and not necessarily having the same, um, not necessarily having the same audience as you um, or similar audience, but different product, which I think that's very mm -hmm. cool. And I see how this can be so beneficial for podcasters, even just interviewing each other, um, you know, similar audiences, but different perspectives that you offer. So how do you think Brady um, podcasters can use this like then to help them get more business offline or onto their online programs um, in their, in their world? Well, uh, that's a, okay. So one of the, the biggest things is when you get exposed to a new audience, uh, they've never heard of you. That's a perfect opportunity to be able to talk about your products and services. So if you're talking to, if you're being interviewed on another podcast, well, all of a sudden you can say, Hey, look, uh, I have this, we're talking about this particular topic. Like I'm going to use, um, JVs for example, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay. We're talking about connection, collaboration, joint ventures. Great. Well, your audience has probably never heard of me or what we're up to at the JVIC. Mm -hmm. And I can say, look, we've got this product uh, and we'd love to be able to share it with you uh, how, and get it out there in a bigger way to build that community because the JV insider circle is a community of people doing these same things. And so it's just a way to continually kind of edge out and expand 
the, the community itself, the network itself. It is that, that's the, the entire foundation of this. And if you have a podcast, uh, one way is, number one, maybe, and this happens a lot, and maybe I'll get like, you know, kind of flamed out a bit here, is like most podcasters don't know how to make an offer, right? Mm -hmm. They don't know how to like actually um, share something on their podcast or sell their products. There's a lot of podcasters I talk to who don't know how to do that. We're working on I, that. We're trying to monetize podcasts for people so they can keep doing it. <laughs> exactly, right? That's the, and that's exactly the purpose. And that's one of the reasons I love what you're up to. And so these pieces, like they're, they go very, very well together, right? So number one, it can, you get to see it modeled. So if you're running your own podcast and you're interviewing a guest, they're, they're, they should be making some sort of offer whether that's to a, uh, like a sale or a product or whether to go watch a, a training or, or something. Mm -hmm. uh, so you get to see how other people are doing it. You get, to follow, you get to build and connect with your community at the same time, right? You get to talk mm -hmm. to that person and, and find out how those results are doing. And that also allows you to, at the same time, be able to look into it yourself. How do I do this differently? How do I uh, help more people? How do I get on their podcast and do the same thing, but with my own services, right? right. And, I, and I know that you do a lot of these things um, for people and it really helps streamline it for them. Yeah. One of the things that I love best about this way of doing business is that you're adding value to someone else's audience. If you're going on and guesting on their show, um, and, and likewise, right? Like you're coming on mm -hmm. our show right now, you're adding tremendous value. You're going to teach us about joint venture partnerships, how they can be a profitable experience for you, um, in your business. And you're getting tremendous value out of this. There are audiences getting tremendous value out of this, which I think I mm -hmm. love that. Cause it's not a, it's not a take, take kind of situation. It's a giving situation, which we're all about these days. So yes. uh, I absolutely love this way of business. So can you tell us a little bit more about the joint venture inner circle? What, how was it? formed like what what's it all about and how do um, people get involved in it sure absolutely so back in i think it was 2000 and i, was, I should know this but i, I mean, at the moment it's escaping me a while ago. i think it's about seven or <laughs> about seven or eight years ago uh two people came together mm -hmm. and said hey we like we have this idea about bringing people into a community that can collaborate how do like let's create an actual community that can actually collaborate in an official capacity in a way and let's by the way if they don't know how to do it let's actually train them mm -hmm. how do you do this how do you make your offer attractive to another um, potential partner how do you collaborate better with somebody so it just makes it very very easy for them and that was essentially how this all came about so there was a um, rich german uh, out of laguna beach california um uh, milana lishinsky who is out of uh, pennsylvania uh, you know, they, they had gotten together, they had met at an event and really just like, they had this idea and they were just like, let's run with this. Let's build this community and let's build a training to support it. Let's, let's put this all together and offer it as a product. Right. And, and that was the, that was the initial joint venture is those two getting together and collaborating on things that they were really, really good at. You know, Rich had been a long-term coach. Uh, Milana as I think, believe Milana was one of the first person to ever run summits on the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, like this is, like these are two very, very brilliant people that, that said, how do we um, connect uh, our communities? How do we, uh, at the same time, find uh, new JV partners for us, new affiliate partners for us, so that we can, while we're building this and helping other people build their businesses, we can also build ours at the same time. So they looked for all the possible intersections to grow it. And you know, when you, when you run a business that's based on knowledge or information, you know, expertise, like a speaker, um, coach, consultant, author, podcaster, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's really powerful to look for where 
other people's businesses intersect with your own. And so when it comes to like the JV Insider Circle, they, they look for, okay, well, I'm doing summits, I'm a coach, um, we love connecting, we love collaborating, how do we take this to the next level? And, and so that, that's how JVIC was born. And at the same time, this allows like an incredible, like the amount of potential within this is, is so vast because when people get, like it doesn't cost anything to be a joint venture partner, mm -hmm. right? Like um, it shouldn't anyway. Um, you know, when you're a JV partner, you can promote people, you can collaborate with people, you can do this. Now that doesn't, that, that means you get to leverage the, you know, in podcasting terms to be like leveraging uh, listenership. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but in, in, in the JV world, in my space, we would call it like leveraging an audience. Right. And right. same, 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 essentially. And so with most of those people in, in that audience space, that would be then like email audience, right? Yes. Primarily okay. it's email. Yeah. And because I mean, it's, it's a, it's a reliable and easily tracked statistical place to, mm -hmm. to do stuff. Now, this like there's and, and the, the biggest thing with like finding it and this is this is true for whether you're in podcasting or any other uh, of the of the trades or trades any other business that I mentioned right whether you're mm -hmm. coach consultant speaker author but is you, there's different deep people are motivated by different things right and when you're looking at collaboration and, and working with another person it's really valuable to know what motivates them what drives mm -hmm. them like some people it's all about the connection right it's all about the, the, the relationship, but then there are people that are motivated by money, right? And like, they're very numbers focused and you know, like uh, I want to know how much for every click, how much am I going to earn? You know, like it's very tactical. Uh, now some people, if you're, so knowing where those people come from, let me actually like there's, there's, there's five types that we kind of separate. You've got the, the, the money motivated person. And by the way, none of them are wrong mm -hmm. and nobody operates from only one. Right. They, they just, there's one primary driver. So you have a money motivated person, uh, which can be great because they're very focused and they're actually incredible at helping you get clear on your numbers and the different pieces. So you can have a, uh, like when you communicate with them, it's very, very clear communication because they mm -hmm. want to know exact things. But then you have, um, and this one always gets a laugh out of people. We have, we call them sneezers <laughs> and, and you know, cause it's like, it's viral and you know mm -hmm. how, like all of us have seen something go viral, whether it's a cat video or some thing on the interwebs right? Where it's just like, it, w nobody knows it. And the next day it's every Lady Gaga's fall. Like that just happened on the radio. I am dating this, but you know, she just fell uh, off stage and you know, like that happens like overnight, everybody right. hears about this experience. And so we all hear those things, but sne so sneezers are those people that like, they can't like they sneeze and everybody knows who you are. <laughs> right. right? Like, so, it's, it's, so we call them a sneezer and you know, those are usually friends, uh, family or, the raving fans that you have. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have content motivated people. And this is, I think uh, I want to talk about this one before I got to the other two, which is, this is kind of where podcasters live, right? Mm -hmm. Cause they're looking for good content. Right. They're looking for uh, something to give to their audience that gives them a lot of value. Mm -hmm. And it's just content. It's, it's, it's not just podcasters, but it's also bloggers. It's also, um, you know, uh, event coordinators, people that are running live events, people that are running summits, uh, like all these different places, anybody that's looking for content associations, right? So if you, if your podcast serves in, uh, like insurance brokers, right. Or something like that, then that's a, a place where content, they're looking for those things, right? So uh, content motivated ones are really powerful. Uh, there's credibility seekers, right? So people that are looking for credibility and podcasters also come into this realm a lot mm -hmm. because they're, 
they're looking to leverage the success of another podcast to elevate the success of their own. Or mm -hmm. they're looking, some, in some cases, people look to uplift other podcasters because of their own success, right? right. And so it can, it can um, very quickly do that. And the same with email or other professionals or, or, or experts. We're always looking for, for the credibility seekers. It's always how do I leverage somebody else's success or how do I help, how do I help leverage my own to help other people get to that next level? Right. Um, and then the and thing with podcasting, I think is really cool is that when you, when you bring on someone onto your show, um, just to like really put this picture into our podcasters minds, if they bring someone onto their show and they interview them, then if that person also has a show, chances are on the bottom of your iTunes account, it will say listeners also listen to this show. So you, then you're going to start showing up in other people's um, searches um, because you've had that person on your show, which is kind of neat because then by association now, people are also listening to the same, they're going to listen to your show and their show um, now because you've been interviewed on that show. So it's just a way, great way of expanding your audience. Sorry, Brady, I'll let you get back to it. I just wanted to paint that picture for them in <laughs> iTunes perspective. No, and there's just so many ways um, to be able to reach people. And, and like podcasting is, a, is, a, is an amazing way to do so. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and so like, you know, using webinar, a lot, a lot of JVs, um, it gets, it can be used a lot of different ways. So, you know, podcaster, you can exchange podcasts. If you do, if you know how to do webinars, you can exchange webinars. If you do live events, you can exchange state uh, stage time, right? It, it really depends on what the person is looking for. Actually, I'd like to dive into that. Mm -hmm. I think ultimately it starts with that. How do I dive deeper and find, how do I serve the person I'm speaking to? How do I help the partner I want to work with? Because you've got to start looking for, uh, a triple win, right? Mm -hmm. This, the, whatever collaboration you, that you're creating has to work for both parties. The JV that you're creating has to be a success for both. So, okay, I'm going to make money. You're going to make money or I'm going to make money and you're going to make, uh, you're going to get some credibility, um, you know, whatever it is. But then also what often gets missed in a lot of JVs, um, at least in the thought process is how do I make this a win for my clients? How do I make this more, uh, valuable for the people that I serve? Because if you focus only on the two people who are promoting the products or services or, or, or even the listenership of the podcast, then what happens is somewhere along that lines, the client gets disconnected and then there's like listenership falls, um, all these different pieces. And that's the opposite of the goal that you're trying to achieve. So if people are aiming for this amazing victory of having a triple win and like, you know, so it's, it's valuable for all parties, it makes it so much more effective as a tool. Uh, you know, JVs become this, like, it's one of the most effective marketing strategies you can use because it doesn't require you to spend a ton of time testing ads, uh, brain aneurysms, you know, um, working on your Facebook advertising accounts or Google ads or any of the other <laughs> numerous things mm -hmm. you have to spend so much time, energy, focus, and attention on. Mm -hmm. You're going to say, look, Hey, Michelle, you have this podcast with this great audience. I have this, uh, you know, this tribe of my own, my own list. Um, let's find a way that we can support each other's tribes. And in that process, maybe we'll make some money. Maybe we'll raise some, um, uh, bring some more attention to a cause, um, whatever it ends up being, right? And that to me is ultimately what a, a collaboration or a JV is all about. Yeah, definitely. Just, I like yeah. that triple win, the triple win, right? Mm -hmm. um, and just because someone is really nice, would they make a good joint venture partner? 
no, no. Um, <laughs> it, it has to, you know, you can have nice people, but at the same time, actually, this is a really relevant point, which is like, yeah. if somebody has great, is, has, is really nice and has um, great content, but their content isn't usable, mm-hmm. right? Like the world does not need just more information. Right? right. The world needs more information with implementation. Like it needs action. And there's a lot of information out there. I mean, you know, one of our students, it was really interesting. Um, she came into us and she was like, I want to create these, you know, um, a $20 yoga training series of videos. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why? And she was like, well, because YouTube is full of free videos and nobody's going to pay more than $20 for this training. And we were like, well, but that's a mindset thing. Like, to, like how many of us have watched a YouTube, like ask her, right? And like how many, how many YouTube videos have you watched and took action on? She's like, well, not very many. We're like, well, so then that's not actually a, a fair comparison, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to watch like free YouTube videos, like there, there are some, there are some implementable YouTube videos, right? Like very short tactical. Like I, I come from an outdoor space. I love the wilderness. I've been teaching wilderness skills for years as part of like my passion project. Um, I love it. Uh, and I've learned a lot from watching videos, but I, unless I take action on the things inside them, it's not helpful. And none of them are results oriented. Like they're not geared to actually get me outside and do them. It's just like, here's some information on how to do this. And that's it. Right. right? We want to be able to pull people along and be like, Hey, look, I'm leading you down this pathway to this piece of information. I'm going to lead you to get your information out there in a podcast so you can make an offer, so you can make money, so you can help more people and make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's always about pulling them or leading them into that next step so that people are actually taking action rather than just getting information. Like uh, I always joke that most people probably have 87 gigabytes in a folder on their hard drive that does, that's just full of free PDFs, audios, downloads, and crap that they're never going to use. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took up all the memory on my last computer. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And yet I still would pay for something that's more actionable and tangible uh, and easily consumable to use, right? And, and mm-hmm. I think back to the point about the person, just because the person is nice, I mean, I think the idea is that like, yes, so they could be a really nice person that you want to bring on to um, introduce to your audience. But if their content is not relatable and interesting and actionable to your audience, then that's not a good fit, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You want them to be able to take action. I mean, otherwise you're just giving them information. And at that point, it's not a triple win anymore. Right. It's so just, you know, you're helping each other, helping a friend out. Yeah, exactly. So not, so not only does the person have to fit, but the content that they deliver also has to fit your audience. Is this something that your audience would be interested in? Um, and is this something that your audience is going to enjoy? So I think that's a good point because I think that's something that maybe um, sometimes when I know when I'm getting excited about joint ventures, I'd like this person. This is be awesome. Let's let's do a joint venture together. But just trying to keep your cut your audience in the forefront of your mind. <laughs> is this going to be that valuable to them? If it's a no, then it's a pass, right? Uh, yeah. I like yeah. That's a really important point. I think. Um, and yeah. so inside the joint venture, uh, inner circle, what happens? Like, is there some networking that goes on? Do you guys just all like, how does this work? Oh, it's, it's actually, I, I love the way they've structured this. So, mm-hmm. uh, there, so first of all, there, there's a foundational training for people that are 
like if they're just getting into joint ventures, right? Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it's really interesting. I loved it. I put myself through the training when I came across them because I was like, I want to find out more of what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And so it was very detailed quiz based even where they were like, okay, they asked us a series of questions and it was like, here's, you've got this in place. Here's the stuff you need to study to make sure that you're like in a proper place to be able to share with other people. And of course for me, it's it very little stuff because I've, I've been doing this for so long, but mm-hmm. it was, it was fascinating to be like, even I um, had areas to improve on in, in, in the JV space by just by taking this training and like figuring out where it would fit. So that's, that's one element of the, of the JVIC mm-hmm. is getting JV ready, right? So right. if you don't have a product that's ready, then um, it's meant to help you get, get there. And I like the, that because then everyone would be on the same page then, right? So like then with when you exactly. do a joint venture, everyone kind of understands how it works. Because I would imagine like sometimes outside of that particular space, if you try to join a joint venture with someone, people don't always understand how they work or how to structure it. Exactly. We're building a common language, basically. Yeah. Right? Um, so when it comes to joint ventures, we want people to understand like there's a, there is a right way and a wrong way to do them. Right. So we want everybody to be on the same page, speaking the same language uh, so that they can actually have success uh, using it. And, and, and by the way, actually, there's a good example here that kind of points out a relevant piece, which you touched on it, but it, um, it, it fits here as well, which is like when you have an audience, when you know, when you know that you're ready, uh, you want to make sure that you're speaking to the right people in the right way. And we had um, a partner who is great information, like great stuff. But we just don't do well, for example, to like, we're very business oriented. We're very mm-hmm. motivated on helping people build their business. So when somebody comes to us with an offer that's, you know, more about developing themselves personally, mm-hmm. right? Um, it just doesn't do very well, you know, it, as an offer to our audience, because our audience is looking specifically for how do I do better with my business? Not how, and, and even though ultimately we know that if we develop ourselves personally, we're going to do better in business. Uh, that doesn't necessarily translate when you're talking to that specific audience, unless you do a lot of pre-framing. And, you know, that's one of the things with the community is helping delineate which ones, like who you should be speaking to in that tribe, right? So when you come to like, there's about 370 members in the uh, the JV Insider Circle. And all those people are clear on, or most of them anyway, are uh, maybe some of the new people are are not yet, but um, as they come on board, they will get that way. Are, most of the people are actually clear. Okay, this is the type of audience I work best with. Mm-hmm. This is who I do not do well with and who I shouldn't really be spending my time with. But I can support them in other ways, right? Maybe I have products that are good for them personally uh, or other things. So it's always looking for those intersections still, but mm-hmm. might not necessarily promote each other, right, to each other's audiences. But hey, we know how to introduce each other to other communities, right, other people. So that's, that's one part of it. So this is getting those people ready and having them be clear on who they should be speaking to within the community already. Um, and at, with 370 some people, it's, it already gives you a ton of different options, right? So there's personal development, there's uh, professional development, there's course creation, there's, there's a poison ivy removal specialist, like mm-hmm. of all things, like there's like, we cover a lot of ground. There's real estate, brick, like all the different bricks and mortar. Like it's a very diverse group. Um, but a lot of the stuff actually overlaps. And we, so we help them look for those intersections. Now, to do that, we do a monthly call. So once a month we get together, um, we teach them how to do a JV pitch in two minutes or less so that they can share with the people on the call because obviously all 370 are probably not going to get on every single month. Um, it's just you know not always feasible because people have clients or things they need to do. 
But most of it, we try to get as many people on as possible and they have the opportunity to be able to share with each other what their business is, uh, what they're offering and how they can support other people's audiences. So that that way they can share their message. Um, we do some training on how to do that, right? So they can do it in a very crisp, concise fashion. Uh, we've, we run a live events uh, once a year in person where we meet and we spend three days doing this. So, you know, there's, it's great to meet people online or listen, like talk to people on Zoom or, or mm -hmm. even listen to somebody on a podcast, right? Um, and you start to feel connected to them. But there, it's almost nothing replaces that face-to-face -face connection at some point. If you really want to get to know somebody, you know, sitting across and being like, hey, how's your dog? What's happening with your kids? Yeah. You know, like that. It's a different of level of getting to know people. <laughs> exactly. So we run a three-day live event where we actually get people in little groups. They get to get to know each other. Also talk about their JV pitch. We do some training for them at that time, like to continually improve how they uh, dialogue about these things so that they can get better and better at communicating what they're doing so they can get much more clear and better JV partners for themselves. And so that's, we do the, we do the live event. And now we recently added in something super cool in my opinion, which is we do that in a, um, a virtual format as well, using technology like zoom, where we break people into breakout rooms and have them do little mini uh, introductions or mini pitches to each other. So they get to know each other better, continue to refine, but also find JV partners. Like um, at the recent um, virtual JVX that we did, uh, we had one guy said that he came off of his, came out of the day with seven new joint venture partners, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like that, like that's that's significant. <laughs> you know, if if even one of them works out well, uh, you know, that can make a significant impact in somebody's business. And so um, that's one of the reasons we do that. And the that thing that huge. I'm, yeah, the thing that I'm really uh, excited about, and my my favorite part of this is besides the community and the people, is we actually curate a calendar of events. Uh, and this goes beyond what it sounds like. Yes, it has events, but like, and so people's events, like, so people take sponsors, uh, if they bring people into their, their own live events and people can talk from stage, you know, that's, how, that's how we met. You were speaking at one of yeah. our events, right? That's right. And so we curate a list of that. So everybody we know of that's running events, we have a list of who they are, what the event is, who the audience is, is uh, and contact information for them, right? Like how are they taking sponsors? If so, Here's their contact information to reach out to them. So we, so they have, we have a live events category that you can easily search. Uh, we have, uh, people are doing launches. So people that in the podcasting world, I don't know how many of your audience are familiar with what a, a launch is, but there's they a, they all a, had to launch their podcast. So I think most of them probably are familiar with launches, maybe in a different way than an email yes. launch, but we definitely yeah. launched the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so we collect whoever's doing like a, a product launch formula style launch or, or a webinar style launch, all these, mm. we collect those people's information. So we know, uh, so we can keep track of it. So people can do their planning. Do they want to participate in this thing? Do they want to work with this person? So we, we capture those. And probably one of the most valuable ones, uh, and your listeners ears will probably perk up on this one is we collect uh, lists of podcasts. We, we, we have a, a search function for podcasts for people that are looking for guests, mm, right? Awesome. So we, we collate like not only our own internal podcasters, cause we have quite a few podcasters in the group in, in the JVIC, but we also look at external ones. So like not just the people that are in the group, but our partners, mm. right? So people that we're working with that aren't necessarily part of the JVIC, mm -hmm. but they're people that we do a lot of promotions with. They have their own podcasts or multiple podcasts in some case. Uh, I know one of my, one of my favorite uh, people has like, I think he has like four or five podcasts, something like that. 
And, you know, it's just like, it's amazing to see him be able to get new, reliable, educated, um, intelligent guests just from the community itself, right? right. Uh, and to, to him, it's like, we're making constant introductions. So we curate that so people can, when they come into it, if you're a podcaster already, awesome. You get to search at all the other podcasters mm-hmm. in the organization mm-hmm. and immediately get connected to those people, but also the people that we're connected to, right? right. And anybody who's not in the group, we've vetted, mm-hmm. right? We've looked at them. We're like, okay, they're not part of the JVIC. They're part of an external organization. Like they have their own podcast, but now have we spoken on the podcast or have I interviewed them and talked to them and found out more about them? Um, and we also bring those people into the loop as well so that people get a much broader um, exposure. Wow. I think those three things like the speaking engagements, the podcast opportunities for guesting and also the events, those three things, those three things, or, and the, um, the product launches, I think those three things alone are like worth it or weight and gold because you're always, I know I'm always feeling like, Oh, I wish I'd known about that event ahead of time because then I would have gone to it or I would have wanted to like, you know, apply to speak at it or, um, same with podcasts. Sometimes you don't know who's looking for guests. And so you feel like you're cold reaching out. So just having those lists, I mean, that's a huge thing. Never mind all the joint ventures you can create from this community. I think that's amazing. Absolutely. So do you think, uh, I think probably some things that maybe some people are thinking in their mind right now is like, do you have to have a certain um, amount of followers or lists already to be able to join the joint venture uh, circle? Or is that like, is it, you have to be at a certain level in your business or how does that work? No, that's the, that's the beautiful thing about it. it. We don't require you to have like, you know, 10,000 or 15,000 or 500,000 people on an email list or, or listenership. Uh, everybody has to start from somewhere, right? None of us started from, you know, like Tony Robbins didn't start. I was like, you know, one of the biggest coaches in the world. Mm-hmm. The dude was like a machine for years. He just pushed and he mm-hmm. kept driving and he kept driving. And he was like, okay, I'm going to continue to, I'm going to be consistent. And you have to start from someplace. So there, some people start from like, you know, we have people that start with a hundred thousand people, but then we all, or, or, um, you know, 50,000 downloads a month for their podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they're, everybody's at different levels, but then we also have people that are completely starting from scratch that have never podcasted as an example, but, but they have like a good size email list or they're starting and they don't have either, but they have a really good product that helps a lot of people get results. Mm-hmm. And so it, and, and if they don't have those pieces, that's the beauty of the JVIC is we actually help them get ready. Like we have the the training in place that actually does that. So it's like, you don't have, you know, as you go through the quiz, you know, as you're building out your pieces, it's like, mm-hmm. do you have this in place? Do you have that? Do you do this? No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay, great. If you, whatever you're done filling out the quiz, you, it sends you to the train, the next thing you need to do to get ready. Right. So it's like very, very systematic. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And, you know, it sounds like it's um, really great for people that are just on their way to getting going. And even like people have a product, but they don't have an audience yet. Having a joint venture partnership would be really helpful in building that audience, right? Same with podcasting. If you're new to the podcasting space, looking for guests is a great way to get some really high quality guests. Like there's so many great opportunities, it sounds like. Um, And I love the idea of joint ventures uh, in, in, uh, alone, but it just sounds like a really great community to be a part of. Absolutely. That, you know, it, the, the whole thing, it comes down to it, you want to be, if you're going to build a, a great business, you want to be around great people. You want to have a great environment. You know, you want a mediocre business. 
then you hang out with mediocre people and a mediocre <laughs> environment, right? Like, right. and, and all, all, you know, I'm being kind of facetious with that, but at the same, it, it, the reality is, is like when you set a good context container framework environment, right? When mm-hmm. you have a great environment, um, then you tend to get great results, yeah. right? And this is the, this is the thing I, that I love about the JVIC. And one of the reasons I came on board in the first place was like, it is a great environment. And even if somebody comes into it who is just starting, that mindset is there of like, I'm going to make this great. I'm going to do the things I need to do to be a great partner. I'm going to, you know, um, you know take things to the next level and do the best I can to create these triple wins to be um, really helping each other. And that, that's ultimately what it is. I love it. I think it's just the win, 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 triple win for everyone. Uh, it's so great in business. And, uh, you know, that's the, you know, like your friend said, and I've heard this one before, like your network is your net worth. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to up level your net worth, then you better up level your network. <laughs> and uh, what better place to then be hanging around with people who are like minded, have that similar sort of collaborative outlook and um, are just, you know, positive thinking forward movement kind of uh, people, which is just so cool. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, I always, my, my best comparison is like, I mean, I told, I, when we started, I told you about my first joint venture, um, <laughs> but I mean, like I was a drug addict as mm-hmm. a kid and from 16 till 21. And I, when I sobered up, uh, I had to make a complete change in environment. So I had to change the people I hung out with the things that I did, because for me it was like every, if I still, as long as I was with those same people, they were doing the same activities that led me to the same behaviors and things. Right. And so I had to like find a new way to, to up level. And I, sometimes I hang out with people that are at the same level, but mm-hmm. it's also really value. And that's valuable because you can help, um, you can help, you know, keep each other balanced. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to be around some people that are a little bit below you. So you can give them a hand up. Um, but it's also really valuable to be around people that are above you so they can reach down and give you a pull up. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's all, all this happens within the walls of the JVIC, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we, it's a container that allows people, it gives them all that. Because of people at all different levels, right? You know, we're we're obviously at the at the higher end of that because that this is what we do for like it's the entire basis mm-hmm. of the business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, all along the way, people have different skill sets and different abilities, mm-hmm. and it, it really is about building that community and being able to to help each other get to those the next level we want to. Mm, love it. Thank you, Brady, for joining us today. And uh, for those of you that are like, okay, wait, 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 how do we, how do we, how do we get to this JVIC place uh, in the clouds that seems like this wonderful place we just painted, <laughs> which I know it is. So tell it, uh, tell us how to find out more. And I know I'll post the link in the show notes um, for sure. And then how do we connect further with you? Uh, well, you, you can always, um, you know, like you can always follow up with me anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, a number of different ways to, to do um, probably the best way is to, you know, look up the JVIC and find out what we're up to. But at the same time, it, I would say, um, we do a series of trainings, webinars, things like that. People can, can check out. Um, I know you're going to post some stuff on the show notes, so I don't want to give yes. out all the links. Um, and okay. plus I don't want to distract people while they're driving. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> like no accidents while we're driving guys. <laughs> right. Things while they're driving on the steering wheel um, yeah. or on their hand. But, um, exactly. you know, we, we're, we're out there. The biggest thing for me is, is start changing that environment and start looking mm-hmm. into um, the JVIC and what we're up to. Yeah. Uh, if you're into the social world and you want to see what's happening, um, I'm not a podcaster myself. I speak on a lot of podcasts so you can mm-hmm. hear me talk about different topics and, and go deeper into some of these things and, um, and different topics, right? Courses and how we use courses in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing for me is like, 
is just get out into um, the community. Start looking at uh, adding joint ventures to your to your world because that's mm-hmm. that's incredibly valuable. You can find me um, socially. Uh, I'm best found on Instagram. Okay. I'm not a Facebook guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I use it, but it's more it's more of a tool for family and close friends. Um, I don't necessarily use it for um, for business. Okay. But um, it, Instagram is the best way to find me. It's just my name. Okay. Awesome. We will also uh, link that in the show notes as well and link and you guys just Google JVIC, uh, have a look and see what they're up to. And um, I will be joining JVIC soon. And so I hope to see some of you guys in there as well. So uh, thank you, Brady, for your time today. And I look forward to more, uh, more connections and collaborations (laughs) and community. Uh, And I look forward to seeing you over at the JVIC. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.